Welcome to Gamers Cafe. We are open for business for all the gaming news that's going on in the PC industry. And let's get on with it. Oh, by the way, I'm your house, Brad Deister. If you didn't know, and if you're still new to this whole podcasting or digital coffee in general, that's who the host is for all three episodes. Yes. Anyways, uh, let's move on. All right, Walking Dead is going to be releasing season three, and not it's not the TV show, just so you know, because people are like, but it's already out season six. Nope, the TV show is on season six or seven. Uh, but the video game series is on season three, uh, which should be interesting. Um, they've kind of given a more firm release window, which is going to be in the month of November. Uh, so that's what you've got so far. Uh, also, some little tidbits is that uh, Season 3 will be a, will serve as both a continuation of what's come before in our story, as well as an all-new beginnings set nearly four years after the outbreak events of Season 1. So you're kind of going to get this... Continuation, but also kind of a uh, not a pickup right after season two. It's going to be more of a. It's been this long, so we'll see what Clementine is up to and how well she survived, given whatever story or whatever um, choices you made in season one and season two. It should be interesting to see what happens and if she will survive as well because it's walking dead people die all the time not as much as game of thrones but close enough all right for my old school gamers duke nukem 3d is having a 20th anniversary world tour announcement yes that means that on october 11th the remastered version of duke nukem 3d will be coming out plus with new missions Plus, with an all-new uh, toggle for a 3D engine and a 2.5D graphics engine as well. So you can go back and forth if you want to. Plus, new music from Lee Jackson, who's the, original, the guy who did the original uh, theme tune. Plus, with new lines from uh, Duke's voice actor, John St. John. And uh, some new levels done by the original developer team as well. So, you got quite a bit of things going on there but the original Duke Nukem 3D was really awesome really fun it was in the air where uh, first-person shooters were kind of new and people were doing different things with them and now they're kind of very uh, you know they don't really change very much as much as they used to but hail to the king baby uh, so if you really want to get this, just pick it up on October 11th. That's right, it's coming out at that time. Ooh. Right, here's an interesting thing. The Obsidian developers have recreated most of the space sport in the Unreal 4 engine, or Unreal Engine 4, whichever way you want to say it. But there's a video of it, and it looks really cool. Uh, the only real lacking is uh, there's no real characters in it that's kind of uh, uh meh. but beyond that you have a very great recreation of the whole spaceport funny part is is that uh jackson uh jason sorry jason lewis 
wanted just to recreate a kind of spaceport where the Millennium Falcon was housed and then went on to go, oh, I really want to do Cantina, and then it kind of spiraled out to be a bigger project, which is awesome, and they got some help from the uh, developers or some uh, people from the developer of Obsidian because he works there as well to help him out on other things. The only thing that's really missing is there's a weapon placeholder and there's really no uh, living people in it at all. There's just robots. It's all... that's that's it. Nothing else. Alright, are you still playing uh, Doom for the multiplayer? Well, you're in luck. They're finally releasing the Doom Deathmatch later this month and private mass matches so you can you know, tailor it to what you want Tailor it to if you don't want demons to be spawned as power-ups or if you don't want, don't want certain weapons to be used as well, you can do it that way. Uh, so it should be interesting to see when it's finally going to be released, and I'm happy that it's finally going to be released. There's also going to be on a live stream September 13th that's going to show off the arcade mode, which should be interesting to see what that does as well, because if the single-player version of Doom was really good and really satisfying, satisfying and fun. Yes, all the above. Alright, there is a new trailer that hit for Prey, and it looks like it kind of delved into a little bit what Prey was about, and uh, it's an alternate history where uh, Kennedy, John F. Kennedy, survived and, and did his whole presidency, not was killed by assassination, uh, and the space program thrived and we're at the space station you can see over the years how it uh, became what it is it looks very interesting I am excited to see more of Prey even though I kind of like to see the original developers version of Prey 2 that's never gonna hit, you know hit the light of day but this one does look just as interesting with different vibes from Alien Isolation and System Shock it's all great it's all good no complaints here all right, AMD has released a hotfix for Crimson 16.9.1. Uh, this is to fix several different things. For example, a small number of 144 hertz non-free sync enabled displays makes a bit flickering during game on desktops. Uh, so that was a bug. That was a fixed. It's done. Hopefully, uh, free sync may still enable while on desktop, causing flickering. It's been fixed. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 may experience an application hang after loading story mode. That is fixed as well. And a slew of other things. Another interesting tidbit is Doom may experience a hang on game exit in some limited AMD Power Express configurations. That's been fixed. And Total War Warhammer may experience negative AMD crossfire scaling on some RX 400 series configurations. So there's some of them. There's a lot more uh, in it as well. But the good news is they fixed it. And uh, Deus Ex Mankind Divided has released a PC patch to add DirectX 12 support. That's right. They were not going to release it when the game was launched, but they said they were going to release it later on. Well, they have, in a way, they released a preview version of it, uh, and they said... Please, if there is anything wrong, let us know about it. We're you know, making it as best we can. And so if you really want to do it, you can. Uh, but if you don't really want to do the extra work of doing it, I would not. I just would not do it. It just would not be good for you. You get a lot of headaches. And it would be one of those things. Uh, I'm 
fine that they're doing this. My only really main big contention with Deus Ex Mankind Divided was the long load times. Load times were awful. God awful. It's just every time I was like uh, dreading going on that train because I know I'm going to be you know spending a lot of time sitting there going, okay, what is it going to load? What is it going to end? Please end soon. I want to play. I don't want to sit here and look and look like the animation is uh, Adam Jensen just looking at people or walking on the the subway that does happen as well anyways if you want to you can go and get the preview mode just make sure you go to all games and install games and install it yourself if you don't want to it's perfectly fine all right are you still playing rainbow six siege well you may be in luck they may be having another season pass to it yes that's right uh, it looks like in a suspicious little email to people from Reddit, they have asked if they would like, you know, players would like another season of it. And I think it'd be, it'd be kind of interesting as long as they keep, and they probably will keep everything free for everybody and just give a little bit of extra incentives. I don't mind a second season of Rainbow Six Siege. Now, Ubisoft is saying nothing about this because, well, they have nothing to say obviously but it should be interesting to see if they're actually going to do this or not and we get you get more operators Woo! i mean if you're not going to get the season pass you'll have to wait quite a while to unlock the people but hey that's the breaks sometimes you just can't get everything for free but it does it is interesting to see if they're going to do this or not they could have couldn't all right are you a person that uses NVIDIA graphics card. Well, NVIDIA has just released GeForce Experience 3.0 and it's supposed to reduce footprint and improve performance. Uh, and so I downloaded it. It is very interesting. I actually was playing around a little bit yesterday and has some very interesting features with it. Uh, it does have a nicer interface. It was, in, it took me a little while to figure it out from the 2.0 from 3.0. But it's a very nice interface. It does kind of uh, look at the games that you have and optimize them for you if you don't really feel like doing it yourself, which I completely understand if you don't want to do it yourself. There's also a new sharing feature that you can share your video games or your gameplay videos with as well. Uh, so you can turn on instant replay, record, you can also record and broadcast if you don't have any other, if you want to do it this way. You don't have to do it this way if you don't want to. But it's an option for you as well. Uh, it's a very nice, clean interface. Uh, like I said before, it took me a little while to figure it out from the old version because they were both there. There is a, some difference to it. You can supposedly play it right through uh, your games, I should say, right through the GeForce experience. But you don't really have to if you, if you don't want to. It's all good. It's all cool. It's all good in the neighborhood. All right, Mass Effect Andromeda. Yes, the newest Mass Effect game has... Uh, they've released a tech video that coincided with a Sony PlayStation meeting in 2016 that happened on Tuesday. And that's right, it looks actually really cool. Now, they say you, you should watch this in 4K. I don't really have a 4K screen. I have a gaming one, but it's not really a 4K in a way. So I didn't really get to see, but it still looked glorious in all its gloriousness. I am excited to see it finally come out when it actually does. 
I'm hoping it comes out because seriously, come out. Please come out. Just release it already. Uh, but no, they're not yet. But Mass Effect Andromeda will be coming out. It also will be using the Frostbite engine instead of the Unreal engine that it's had before. And so it should be interesting to see how they utilize it. All right, Cyberpunk 2077 has more people working on it than The Witcher 3 ever did. Yes, CD Projekt Red has said that even in the most intense moments in the development of Witcher 3, there are still more people working on Cyberpunk 2077. Now, when people ask when it will be released, mum's the word because, well, they don't really have a firm date on that. All they have is, yes, we're working on it. And I'm like, yay, I want, I want to know when it's coming out. I want to play it. That's what I want to do. But I'll, I will be patient. I'll be the patient gamer. I'll say, everybody, it's going to come out. It's going to be cool. Just like The Witcher 3, which is super awesome. And I loved every bit of it. Uh, this was going to be, I think this is going to be a really good game. This is my thing. But, yes, they are working on it. They have a lot of people working on it. So let's hope it'll come out even sooner than before. Yay! We like when games come out. All right, 2K has released some updates about the Bioshock the collection system requirements. Uh, and if you are the owner of Bioshock, Bioshock 2, and or Miro's Den on Steam, uh, you will see the remastered version of it. Uh, respectively, the game appears in your Steam library automatically. However... For those that bought it non-Steam like I did, well, and you did the game for Windows, God, that was such an awful, awful thing. Uh, you have a few extra steps uh, by providing Steam profile information and proof of purchase of the original game to 2K support. So basically, if you still have it lying around, you can do it that way. Mm. Uh, I mean, I just hate it. Game for Windows was just an awful, awful system setup. Awful. 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 Don't like it. Never liked it. But I'm glad they're doing a uh, remastered version of it. Now, the system requirements for the remastered version for minimum specs is Windows 7, so respect 164-bit, uh, platform update to Windows 7 SP1, and Windows Server 2008 are... 2SP1. Processor is Intel E6750 Core 2 Duo uh, 266 2.66 excuse me 2.66 gigahertz AMD Athlon X2 2.7 gigahertz. Memory is 4 gigs hard drive space for Bioshock is 25 gigs. Bioshock 2 is 25 gigs. Bioshock Infinite is 20 gigs and total 3 games is 70 gigs hard drive space. New card is DirectX 11 compatible AMD HD 70, uh, 7770, excuse me, uh, NVIDIA Geoforce GTX 560, and if you still get a sound card, DirectX compatible sound device. Uh, for recommended is Windows, the same thing with the operating system. Processor is a 3 gig quad core, uh, and then memory is 8 gigs, hard drive space is going to be 80 gigs instead of 70 for all three games and the video card is 2 gig uh, Radeon HD 7970 or 2 gig Nvidia GeForce GTX 70, uh, 770 or better 
So be sure that you have that and all the free upgrades go live at 3 p.m. on September 15th. Uh, so it's coming out next week and so be prepared to replay it if you really feel like doing that. Okay, there is an interesting thing going on in Steam. There is a developer that primarily focused on developing for the Japanese market that has surprisingly put a lot of the games on Steam. Uh, and so this is, seems to be a growing trend among uh, Japanese developers to actually put their games on Steam. The only thing is, and as Marvelous USA has said, uh, talking to the developers from them, primarily just making it on console to PC, they don't really quite understand the demands for PC gamers. Yes, we are very demanding uh, at times, only because... We like a lot of options. We like tooling around and we like doing that type of thing because that's what we do. That's what we're used to. And so when you don't have different uh, resolution sizes, which is pretty bad because different monitors means different resolution. Uh, also, uh, just different graphic uh, you know, stages from low, medium, high, very high, whatever. Uh, and even field of view and all that other fun stuff that PC gamers like. They just don't understand quite yet. I think they'll get there. Uh, it's just good that developers talking to the fans and saying and they're saying what they want and hopefully developers listening and getting it out as quickly as possible. But it's good to see other non AAA games get on Steam and hopefully have some sex some success there. Uh, they could or could not. It really depends. But it's good to see that they're having some success on Steam, even if it's very minor. And it, it is very minor. All right. Now, Sony talked about, and this is very few times I will talk about consoles, uh, about the new PlayStation. They, they announced two on Tuesday, PlayStation Slim, a PlayStation 4 Slim, excuse me, which is basically the, the slimmer version of the PlayStation 4, and the PlayStation 4 Pro, which has upscale 4K resolution, which, I mean, everybody loves 4K, uh, and they also uh, debuted the gameplay trailer for Mass Impact Andromeda as well. But the interesting tidbit is that when they talked to some people at Sony Entertainment, they said the reason why they did this was not because of Xbox. It was because of PC. When they looked at the data, they said that in the middle of the life cycle of consoles, people usually jump ship and go to PCs. And since consoles really cannot compete with PCs because... Uh, PCs are always, you can always upgrade, they're always pushing the boundaries, and they're always doing, they're always beating consoles. And it's usually in a very short time that they beat consoles in uh, graphics power, computing power, power, and all that other fun stuff. So, this is why they decided to launch an updated version of the PlayStation 4, or the PlayStation 4 Pro. And like I said, it's interesting to see that because, well, I mean, that that's really how it is. Uh, Every console that comes out is great because it's, it's kind of either matching or maybe a little bit above PCs. But eventually, and this is when they announce them, when they come out, they're not really that powerful anymore. They're kind of behind, a little behind. But then the, as the years go by, they get more and more behind. And the games don't really, you know, measure up to PCs. And PC players are like, dude, I could run this, like, with no problem. Ugh. I want better. <laughs> I want better system configurations. I want better graphics. We always want to to push it. That's what we do. But it's interesting to see that 
the console developers have finally acknowledged this. Yay! Acknowledging! Yay! So yes, that is one thing. Alright, Asus is going to be releasing a new ROG Strix laptop, but the only problem is is that the graphics card sticks with the Maxwell graphics instead of the Pascal graphics, which is, the Pascal graphics is the newer version of it. So I don't know if you really want to get it or not. I would probably hold off until they do a, a Pascal version of it. Um, for me, gaming laptops don't really make a lot of sense. I know a lot of people love them because you can they're portable, you can bring them around, but I just really just never saw the the reason for it i see pc i mean not pcs but laptops as more work functional than actually gaming functional because you can't really upgrade them to a certain extent you you could upgrade the uh the ram most likely you may be able, able to upgrade the hard drive but beyond that you can't really do much unless you really know what you're doing uh so you can do it if you want to the specs aren't aren't half bad to be honest with you they're pretty good um, what it's gonna have is there's two versions so it's gonna be both uh, the both versions are gonna be full HD 1080p uh, that's a good thing uh, they're both gonna be powered by Intel Core i5 uh, 6300 or the Core uh, i7 6700 up to 30 gigs of DDR 30 gigs of DDR4 RAM which is uh, pretty good. It's pretty. That's pretty powerful. Um, now for the graphics, going to be Maxwell, obviously. And it's going to be the GTX 960M with two or four gigs. I would get the four gigs with GDDR5 memory, uh, depending on the model. But I would get the four gigs over the two because most games require over two to actually play uh, pretty good. Now the storage side, uh, kind of. Uh, it, it depends. The storage on here really depends on what you really want to get. You can get uh, up to 512 gig, uh, gigabytes of PCIe uh, times 4 SSD, uh, though less expensive models will have 256 uh, gigabytes of SATA SSD or up to 2 terabytes of mechanical hard drive. Uh, connectability, they're going to have the 802.11 AC Wi-Fi with uh, Bluetooth 4.0. They're also going to have for USB 3.1 Generation 1 Type C port with two USB 3.0 ports and a single USB 2.0 port as well uh, with an audio combo jack and HDMI output. So you have your options there. I, for me, I I I would wait because of the Maxwell graphics. Uh, Pascal is going to be a lot better. It's going to have a lot longer life on it than this one. So, if you do get it, you could you could reasonably play a lot of games right now. But like I said, it's all depending. I'm not really uh, sold on this idea. But like I said, it's all depending. Now, are you playing Blood Bowl Two, or you're looking into getting it because of well, the sale that's going on on Steam? Well, they've added a new uh, a new team called the uh, Necromantic, and they are consist of well, they consist of zombies, ghouls, uh, golems, whites, uh, ghouls, werewolves, and flesh golems as well. Uh, and so, Blood Bowl, if you don't know, is kind of a 
uh, version of football, but doesn't really use human players. It uses different types of mythical players. Uh, it's an interesting game. I haven't really played either one or two. Never really found a reason to play it. Uh, but if you do have it, the DLC costs uh, $7 on Steam. If you're looking to actually get it, and if you love it, I've never played, so I can't really say if it's good or not. Uh, just look at Steam reviews or just look at other reviews out there as well. Fortunately, I cannot play every game that comes out because I am one person. But yes, it is, it is coming out. It is out. Or, excuse me. It is out. Uh, and if you really want to find an interesting, different game, this one is for you. I'm, I guarantee it. All right, let's go on to the sales that are that are coming out this weekend that you need to know. All right, Homefront the Revolution is free to try this weekend. Yes, you can download it on Steam for free. See if you actually want to get it. And if not, you uh, it doesn't really matter. It also is a 40% discount until Monday, so it's about $25, which is not a bad price for a newer game, but since it hasn't really been doing very well sales-wise, that's the reason why it's uh, it's on sale. That's really the main reason why. I'm not going to lie, because most of our users on Steam have been mostly negative or mixed. Uh, there's also Focus uh, Home Interactive sale going on up to 80% off the entire catalog. Uh, that is uh, Battlefleet Gothic Armada, which is pretty good. Uh, Techromancer just, was just released recently, which has been so good. Uh, Blood Bowl 2, which, uh, which is on sale for 70% off, so it's about $15, so you have nothing to lose. Sticks Master of Shadows. Uh, is there anything else that really is worth getting? It doesn't really look like that. I mean, Focus Home Interactive it has some good ones. Oh, Active Aggression Reboot Edition, uh, which is, if you're looking for a strategy game, is 66% off, so it's under 20 bucks as well. Uh, really isn't much beyond that. But those are the two I would recommend for that as well. Uh, highly, really good games. Uh, War of This War of Mine is 75% off at $5. It's pretty good. It's a pretty good one. And the Talos Principles, which is also a really good game, is $10. 75% off. Uh, so I would look at those deals and get them really quickly. Also for GOG, uh, Heroes of Might and Magic and Settlers and on and more are up to 85% off. There's quite a bit of them. Uh, over at Green Man Gaming, you have uh, Witcher 3, uh, Game of the Year Edition, that is 14% off. Uh, Overwatch is 12% off. Not bad. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 3 is 25% off at $30. Hitman, the newest one, is 10% off. Uh, you also have uh, Battlefield 1, if you want to pre-order it, is 12% off. And Titanfall 2 is 12% off as well. Sun 2 is 50% off. So you got quite a bit of new plus old games that you can get for that. Also, War of Mine, this War of Mine is 70% off on Green Man as well. Uh, Life uh, Brothers Tale, which is actually pretty good, is $2.24. I would look into that. It's a pretty, pretty interesting game. And... My impressions of Battlefield 1 beta was, it's it's got promise. I will not say it doesn't. It's got, actually got a lot of promise. I tried to stream it the last night. didn't go so well because it just crippled. It apparently isn't stream friendly. <laughs> I had great frame rates 
until I streamed and then it went way down for some odd reason, which is weird. Uh, I tried to do it through Restream, I tried to do it through OBS or XSplit, didn't really matter. When I did it through some beta testing the Origin, um, the new Origin system, uh, it worked better. But the weird thing is, is that uh, Origin, when they're streaming only on Twitch, uh, doesn't give you the ability to use your webcam. So I'm like, what's the point of using this if I can't use my webcam? I mean, seriously, EA, think about this for a bit. I think you need to think about this. Uh, Blizzard did it right with their live streaming only to Facebook Live, but they still added the, the ability to use your webcam. So I don't understand why you missed that point. That's kind of like beyond me. Completely beyond me. Why'd you miss it? Uh, but yeah, I think there's a lot, I think I think they got a hit on here to be honest with you. If they uh, make sure to keep the bugs down to a minimum, and for me, I had a few minor issues. There were a few major bugs that I picked up. <laughs> Ironically, after I did the last week's episode of Gamers Cafe, there was a few uh, bugs that uh, popped up. One was when you got into a server, sometimes you couldn't select all your tools or weapons that you had, which is a really bad bug. Um, or if you would get out of a horse, I had no weapon. That was really lame. Um, some of the other stuff, the uh, the the anti-vehicle we weapon that the salt has can be a little difficult to use. Sometimes when you're just like perfectly still, you want to like you know press the scope down, and it doesn't do it. Sometimes that was another weird thing. Um, kind of when you like lay prone, you kind of I kind of jumped a little bit across few feet and I was like that's a little weird um, and then the whole bags flying like really back and then back onto somebody when I turn around that was a little weird too but beyond that everything it was mostly stable I had a few disconnections but not too many it was mostly stable which I think is good for dice because a battlefield 4 was not the smoothest launch they ever had so this looks like to be a better, more refined version of it, which is good. I like to see that. It's more refined. Uh, so I'm happy about it. Uh, I think it's going to be a hit this holiday season. could be wrong about that, but I think a lot of people are going to like it and are going to enjoy this game. And that is the end of Gamers Cafe. Thank you guys for tuning in. And please subscribe to Digital Coffee on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, TuneIn as well. Uh, and then follow Digital Coffee on Twitter, DigitalCO77EE. Facebook to see me live stream Overwatch at uh, Digital Coffee Podcast. Twitch, YouTube, Hitbox, and Beemo. I'm going to start live streaming a lot more, so check me out on all those. Same thing, Player.me, I'm on there, Digital Coffee. Uh, YouTube, Digital Coffee Podcast. Uh, Instagram Digital Coffee Podcast and VinyDigital.coffee. And if you like these podcasts, please consider supporting me on Patreon at Digital Coffee. All right, guys, enjoy your weekend and have fun playing some games. Later. Bye.